0: Welcome back to the beginning of another wonderful week, my friend. And as there isn't a huge amount of video game news to talk about, I thought I'd start off this episode with just a bit of housekeeping. First off, you might have noticed an episode, it's a bit different from most, dropped yesterday. That is what we in the podcasting business call a feed drop. I've made a few relationships with podcasters in the space, and I've been fortunate enough to be able to provide a preview of their podcast directly to you through my podcast feed. That is the WP Minute with Matt Medeiros. He does a really great job of summarising WordPress web development news for the space. So if you use WordPress or are keen to get stuck into it, have a listen to that last episode in the feed. Just scroll down by one and you'll be able to find it there. And when you subscribe, let him know that I sent you. Second bit of housekeeping is that later on this week, Thursday morning for the Australians, I'm going to be joining the Dukes of Gaming once again to have a chat about Plague Tale Requiem. I'm unsure if it's going to be live on stream or just available on their YouTube channel, but I'll keep you apprised of when the stream is taking place and links to all that content through my own Twitter feed. That's at Matt Bliss Pod. And as an exclusive preview for you, the Dead Drop listener, like the first, I enjoyed the story, but I think the combat and the gameplay was a little bit overcomplicated. More on that later this week. All right, news time. Let's get into it. This is your transfer from the 14th of November, 2022. And these are the news stories that you need to know. We know after the story last week that the European Commission of the EU is currently investigating heavily Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition, but it doesn't stop the people inside the European Commission organization making statements on Twitter. It seems that Ricardo Cardoso, the deputy head of Unit Interinstitutional and Outreach at the European Commission, has tweeted. Commission is working to ensure that you will still be able to play Call of Duty on other consoles, including my PlayStation. This caused a bit of an uproar among fans that saw it, and it doesn't take much for the console wars to ignite, and the European Commission has had to come out and clarify the statement that he made, saying that Ricardo is not involved in any process whatsoever. The uproar here is that someone within the organization is making statements about how PlayStation will still have. Call of Duty so as to seem like there is an element of bias with the decision that the European Commission is supposedly making without bias. Ricardo has also come out and tweeted to say that in his profile tagline, he says that everything is his opinion and not the opinion of the European Commission, but it doesn't take much for one overly ambitious person to take a statement and run with it. What this shows is that even with your due diligence, there can still be issues with what you say on the internet. Nintendo Japan has made an interesting change to their repairs policy where they are choosing not to fix or replace a product if a customer who submitted it behaves in an abusive manner. On the repair page itself, it has been changed to say when making an inquiry about a repaired product, Please refrain from using any actions, including but not limited to those listed below, that go beyond what is socially acceptable as a means of fulfilling your request. The actions that could result in refusal of repair include intimidation, insults, invasion of privacy, excessive demands, demanding an apology excessively repeating the same request or defamatory comments on social networks or websites. Reports say they believe that customers will understand the changes they've made due to the kind of product and the kind of mentality they're trying to build around their product. And the secret of getting good customer service really is being polite and kind instead of being rude and insulting. So hopefully this results in a better experience, not just for the customer, but also for those people in the service centers. The team responsible for Diablo 4 are starting to get out and talk a little bit more about the game. But in particular, in an interview with IGN, they have mentioned that they will permit players to leave and pick up the story at will in this new open world title. But it will allow for non-linearity. Despite this, the story will have a beginning, a middle and an end. If you play Diablo 3, you'll know that there are two components of the story. There is one which is the campaign, which is full story, allowing for no deviation from that storyline. Or the open version, where you can skip to any area of the world you want and there's no inbuilt story as part of that. Blending the two is an interesting change, it will be really great to see how well it works for the Diablo series. And, in case you weren't aware, rumour has it that Blizzard is set to release it in April of 2023. God of War Ragnarok, released on the 9th of November as expected. And of course, as expected as well, it's making a lot of headlines still. The first of these being that it is the biggest launch in the franchise's history, beating out the first of this particular game series released in 2018. GamesIndustry.biz reports that the UK chart history for the God of War franchise, including all titles, shows that very few on release have managed to chart at number one. And to be honest, having played a little bit of God of War Ragnarok myself, I am not surprised. It really keeps up with the standard. Unfortunately, with the good comes the bad, as the Jotnar editions, or the big collector's editions, are reportedly shipping without the game contained inside, and in some cases missing the entire box. Despite not having a game, it still includes some of the extra materials, including a replica of Thor's hammer present in the game, as well as some other additional items, but they kind of want to play the title. Some retailers are offering refunds for those that were missing the game as part of the collector's edition, but some are reticent to take up the refund as they know they'll have to return the entire product and with limited availability, they can't be sure that they'll be able to get the collector's edition again. This isn't a great thing to see, but when they do get a hold of the game, they will see that it's absolutely worth the wait. As I said, I've got the PS4 version of Ragnarok that I'm currently playing through and I'm not going to spoil anything for you. But it is brilliant, and I'll tell you, the PS4 version of that game looks spectacular. And now some quick news headlines to keep you informed. It seems that Studio Ghibli, the animation studio responsible for such titles as Spirited Away, Princess Mononoke, and other classics, is teasing a mashup with Lucasfilm, which could be hinting towards a Star Wars project. That would be very interesting to see. Seems that Ash Ketchum has finally, not caught them all, but at least become better than there ever was. Eurogamer's Ed Nightingale has reported that the Pokemon protagonist has finally become the world champion, and it's only taken him 25 years. Nintendo in an earnings call has talked about how important Nintendo accounts have been for tracking user data and potentially integrating with other parts of their ecosystem. Not just video games, but potentially theme parks and other areas too. Though they've been careful not to share anything about the next version of the Switch console. There was a Hogwarts Legacy Showcase on the 11th of November, and previewed even more of the upcoming release including the character creator, the Hogwarts environment, and some of the dueling combat and quests. Link is in the show notes if you want to see the showcase and the summary. Remedy, now in an agreement with 505 Games for publishing and development, will be starting to work on Control 2. Control, that came out in 2019, has been one of the best games to date, and I personally am looking very much forward to what Control 2 could be like. In sad news, the popular Batman voice actor from animated series and video games, Kevin Conroy, has died. Unfortunately, he lost a short battle with cancer, dying at 66, but the industry has come out and appreciated his long-serving contributions, including Mark Hamill, who said that he was perfection. And lastly, Google has started sending out the refunds for Stadia purchases. In case you weren't aware, the cloud gaming platform will be shutting down on January 18th, 2023, and Google are cleaning house, and they are saying to customers to not ring support agents because they will not be able to expedite the refunds. And that was the gaming industry news that you need to know. As always, head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. Track me down on Twitter and let me know what you think of the episode at mattblisspod. Join us every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news and make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.